All right, sports team. This is a motivational speech so you can go out there and kick a three-point home run for the goal points. And remember, there's no I in team, but there is one in sports with Luke. It's sports with Luke. That's right. It's time for sports with Luke. Welcome, Luke. Hey, mate. Welcome upstairs. How we doing? Good. Talk to me. Um, all right. Hey, 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 sports. It was sports on the weekend. No, to be honest, another weekend of, of disappointments. Mm. Um, one, the uh, what do you think of New Zealand's Winter Olympics uniform? ESPN hated it. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. I thought when I was watching um, Carlos Garcia Knight in the snowboarding yesterday, I thought I quite rated the kit, to be honest. Yeah. But, I mean, again, I don't know. There's a lot worse than ours. You wouldn't get lost in the avalanche, would you? No. Nah. But what about if we're what about the mix, the Mexican uniform? Have you seen that? Oh, amazing! It's beautiful. Day of the Dead. One hundred percent. You made them. I went up. What to about is, is there one? There was one that was um, just strictly brown. It's a real kind of retro brown. I can't remember. Poo yeah, brown. It was almost a poo brown. Oh, I'd like Who that. Was that. Damn it! I'd like that actually. And then the when the uh, anyways. Um, yeah, ESPN didn't like it, but you hoot. Yeah, anyway, where's, uh, where's one in the middle? I didn't watch the opening ceremony. I watched a, um, a, a nice recap of it, and it was unbelievable. Is the guy from Tonga is too much now? Too much. Is too much now? Yeah. You did it once. You don't need to do it again. You don't. And no, like, I, I understand that. Is it a fame thing now? He just wants another fifteen minutes. Well, I don't know, bro. But like, yeah, okay. You come out and it's the Winter Olympics. You got no shirt on. You're oiled up, and you're wearing a flax dress kind of scenario. I appreciate the effort. It's, it's funny and it's good. Uh, and I mean that's cultural that's the stays but yeah I, I, is it just like a you're almost taking the mick out of yourself a wee bit aren't you I don't know I don't know I've never taken the mick out of anything so I couldn't tell you how to do that or <laughs> what it actually involves okay um, right, we better get down to the sports. Of course, it was three Kiwis in action. There uh, was two finals. Two mm. finals we've had so far. We had the final of the men's slope style. Also, put out there before you carry on. New Zealand loves fourth place we do we in any format of olympics whether it's summer or or winter we just love a good fourth place it's a good um, position for, i mean i'd rather come last than fourth fair enough yep would you though yep if i you, would rather you, come last if you could someone someone said to you how'd you get on you're like oh I, you know i came last out of all 14 so i was yeah, typically 14th but you're like well hold up i, well, I came fourth yeah. Do yeah. you think it's just because you're so close? Oh, man. Telling so close I'd rather tell people I came fourth, but I would rather have the feeling of coming last than to come fourth. If you, yeah, well, yeah, okay. Well, you put it like that, for sure. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Sports psychology. Sports psychology. Uh, yes. So, we love coming fourth, and we came fourth. Mm. So, we came so, fourth and a fifth. It was fourth and fifth, yeah. So, um, first and foremost, uh, let's have a wee yarn about um, Carlos Garcia Carlos Knight. Garcia Knight. He came who's the, the young, young 20 year old from Christchurch. Yes. Um, Are all 20 year olds young? Um, young and a half. Uh, yes. So and, you, and, and, and then in the context of this, yeah. he's probably, if he was to carry on snowboarding, he could have two more Olympics in him. I'd when say I was saying young and like that. So he's like, he's early in his career. Yeah. Um, so you can take that as a positive out of the situation. Let's see how his knees go. So Garcia Knight. What was he competing in? He was competing in the um, slope style snowboarding. Yes. Um, and so he made it to the final, which was a feat in itself against some very stiff competitions. You got your um, Mark Morrison, Mark McMorris, Mark McMorris, mm -hmm. and some other big dogs from Canada, um, as well as the Norwegian. Um, he his first run, unbelievable, Stop. absolutely stomped it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, if, if you don't know what slope style is, it's a mixture of rails and, and huge kickers, aka massive jumps. Yeah. Um, and so judged on obviously your technical style as well as your amplitude and, and, and your turns and rotations. And so he threw out what was, was deemed an, an amazing run. Oh, it was a good run. To be honest, in my mind, for my mind, not a medal winning run. I mean, he did a 1080 to uh, 1260 to uh, cab 1440. Yeah. But if you're going to win on that stage now, you've got to put in some, you know, you've, you've got to get vertical as well. Yes. You know, yes. people are pulling 1440s with double backflip, man. The thing is, though, to be fair, he shot to first place, right? And there's a number of runs in that first run. Mm. that cooked out and so by the end of it he's coming first yeah now this is where his amateurs well this is what i mean this is easy for us to sit down and talk about but i feel like he needed to put the put the pressure on with the second run what he more likely did i guess was played it safe in the second run and not go too handy on it because he's like right i'm sitting in first place here if i lose a couple of runs then it goes down to my last run so his second run he landed all his tracks but what that was no real there was nothing big yeah, and so therefore his second round was just kind of nullified it was the eagles eh? and then obviously in the second round your big dogs step up and he got pushed out well he was in third he was in third going into the final going to, yeah he was and but he needed to go back and what did you do he cooked out on a rail which is something that is just not you shouldn't be doing in a final and slope style yes rails him. he didn't do it yeah. on purpose oh of course not and it's uh, it's it's horrible to watch it was it was it was sucked because the thing is the the one thing about that is and we and we'll never know is that garcia has uh one of his tricks in his um so he did a was a back cork a back double cork 1260 yeah but he did have in his arsenal to use was um a 1620 double back cork See, sixteen twenty. See, this is what I'm talking so about. So one, yeah. So that's that. So he saved it for his last run to use. Mate, if you'd thrown that in the second run and 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 landed it, maybe mm. we. Well, it all comes down to conditions in the park as well. There is. was a bit of wind, you know. There was. There, it was yeah, yeah. There's a lot of different variables, and but they were big kickers, mate. They were huge. They were massive. They were very, very big. So that's unfortunate. Um, his family was stoked. He stoked. Oh, I think we all picks. should be pretty wrapped with that. Um, my favourite was the Argentinian. Yeah. He was great, eh? Do you know how you got called up because yeah. one of our boys dropped out? No, it was one of our... Oh, you got the injury. Yeah. Yeah, but then someone else... Uh, so one of the Swedes pulled as well, and then uh, then and the Italians passed on that position too. Mm. So he had three days... Got called up three days before the Olympics came in. Impressive. Yeah, he, he was awesome. He yeah. was awesome. But it was interesting because he landed all his run in the, th- mm. in the third, and he still got lower than people that fell off <laughs> that, that slam. Hard. Weird. Hey, so while we're on the, the chat of snowboarding, I just want to move you quickly to the Sean White story again. Ugh. I know you don't read his chat, and there's a lot of people that don't, but I have to put it in perspective. Let's let's understand a couple of things here. Sean White's 31. Yeah. He's coming to his fourth... Olympics. He won his first gold medal, gold medal, gold medal, won his first two, and blew out in Russia and Sochi. Now, he decided to get back into snowboarding. He's gone to the American, um, the American Open, and he has blown out in his first two runs. And this is pretty much qualification for the Olympic team. He's on his third run. Wasn't had, a perfect. It wasn't a perfect run. Well, let's get to this. So he's on his third run, and he comes up. He's like, I need to do something amazing here. And this is how clutch the guy is. He's on his last round. He goes in there and he throws out the double cork 1440 
which previously put him in intensive care in New Zealand mm. when he did mm. it at Cadrona. Yeah. And he throws it out and he stomps it and he qualifies and he gets 100. Shouldn't have got 100. Now, there's a lot of people who are saying that it's absolute biased and that Sean White, so all the snowboarders get scored from 0 to 100 yeah, he gets and he gets scored from 100 down for all his faults. Mm-hmm. That's quote-unquote by the Australian... Scotty James, who actually is the leading, well, he was the current, he's the current Olympic champion and, and, and super pipe for men's snowboarding. Yeah. I love Sean White. I know you do. I'm, a little, I'm not biased to him in any way. If he loses, he loses. But I think you need to, like, that. he's going up against guys who are like, pretty much, pretty much in, in nappies when he was, you know, in his Yeah. Pipe. Yeah, he's still young, that's anyone. But so yeah. that we'll keep on this Sean story because it is getting a lot of publicity. It's getting and I huge. feel like it is this, this comeback story that everybody wants. No, I don't want it. <laughs> Why don't you, yeah, fair enough. But yeah, so we'll watch that. And I, um, don't rate, I didn't rate his personality when I met him. Yeah, that's oh yeah, fair enough. He was a dick. Uh, all right, uh, moving along, uh, speed skating. Yes. My favourite sport. I mean, I, I watch it constantly. You're really good at speed skating, I, I'm, I'm really, no, actually, no joke. I'm really good at it. Yeah, yeah. I've got I've got a Winter Olympics app on my phone, and I'm really good at the speed skating I, game. I thought so. Yeah. I also Incredible. saw you in morning tea when there was um, a lot of fresh sandwiches ready, and I haven't seen you move so nice and majestic like to that table. Yeah. Obviously, we weren't paying enough attention. I was actually going for the mini pies. Ah. Oh. Because mm, there's classic, nothing. That's a, nothing speed, says, a classic speed skating. Nothing um, says morning. Actually. Nothing says morning tea like a like a, a mince burn on your lip. Oh, I'm so I got to get in there first, you know. You put your lip on the ice. Um, Peter Michael. Peter Michael. Mm. Peter Michael. Um, heartbreaking. Yeah. <laughs> heartbreaking. Um, what what an awesome final lap, dude. The guy they're covering five kilometers in six minutes. It's ridiculous. It doesn't look like they're going that fast, but they are motoring. They're, they're hissing. Hucking it. Yeah. Um, so 5,000 metres. He was at that last, his last lap. Was that it? was awesome. Yeah. He was, and so uh, he's he's originally a uh, inline skater, isn't he? Mm, mm. Eight oh, titles, yeah. eight yeah. titles in inline skating, and he transferred. We changed over four years ago, didn't he, to to ice skating? Yeah. Um, he uh, is unfortunate because at one stage he was leading, number one, and eight of the eleven peers had raced. Yeah. And unfortunately, um, it went bang, bang, bang. Well, that race and, after them, like, mm. oh, had to say, how do you how do you split that one by like one billionth of a second? Yeah. And then the, then this next guy comes up, this Dutch guy, and he just smangles it. A new Olympic record. Yeah. Which is really hard to crack records on that. It is. You know, to get more records speed skating, like, it's crazy. So, um, an, another fourth place for little old NZ. So, we've been, what are we? Um, we haven't had a medal since 92. It's the only medal we've ever had. We've and got two. And that's when it used to be. We've, got, we've had two, haven't we? No, we've had one. And the, no, the, it's two. It's one, mate. I'm sure it's two. I know it's positively one. Okay. I've drunk enough space to know that it's one. Space. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, th- I thought it was two. No, anyway. no, no uh, we got another fourth last year. No, no, Annalise Coburg in the, the uh, Super G, I believe, uh, in 92 in, um, in Lillehammer. Yeah. Back when it was the same year, it was every two years Yeah, then, it was. And it was the same year as um, the Summer Olympics in Barcelona. Mm. And that, so was not was that the year there was the, all the Olympic thing with Tonya Harding? 90, was it ninety two or was it ninety four? I think it was ninety four. I think it might have been. Yes, it yeah, was. It was. Yes, it was because yeah. then they announced, oh, we're going to have another one. So next next level, she was at the yeah. Olympics again. Yeah. Yeah. 
Anyway, yeah, so we need to win another one, and we, you know, more, you know, so we're looking at skiing. We're looking at some skiers. Yeah. They can ski us into middle condition. Uh, although the um, speed skater, old Peter Michael, has another chance in the team event, in which they were the silver medalists at the latest World Champs, which was, uh, oh, t- sorry, the latest test event, which was also held on the same ice. Yes. Uh, which you won silver in the 5K as well, uh, that test event. Um, it's exciting stuff, isn't it? Yeah, well, let's move along quickly because we've actually chewed up a lot of our time. Uh, Blues won something. Um, Mark Hunt got bullied to lose uh, his fight, um, so he's probably lost his chance at a world, another world title. Um, but um, honestly, he just let the guy sit all over him. Um, quickly to the basketball desk. Um, before we go to the basketball desk, oh, well, there's, there's a lot happening in the basketball. There's been a lot of big trades. Uh, there was a trade deadline. Um, oh, what about the Cavs, man? I oh, know. What have they done? I don't know. Wow, I don't know. Could be what good. About... They don't need to give away a pick, but anyway, that's... Derek Rose, with... New Zealand Breakers next year? Oh, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Come down here with Boucher. Hey, real quickly, um, the pinball championship. Oh, wait, 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 oh sorry. Wait, 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 sorry. Wait, 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 Before wait, that, wait. actually, Paul Pierce is retiring his jersey. To the pinball desk we go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the pinball desk. So, as you know, I uh, I fluked my way into a <laughs> national competition for pinball. Yes. And by right, I should not have been there, and it was very comical. <laughs> um, I flew up on Thursday morning, and I arrived there, and there was a couple of guys on my flight. Didn't know who they were, but I saw one guy watching pinball on his laptop, so I figured he must have been one of my competitors, which actually at that time there, I was like, okay, this is great. He's watching pinball, so he doesn't know how to play. So maybe he fluked a score as well. Turns out he gets off their flight and he's like, Michael. And he goes, the other guy goes, Lewis, how you doing? They all knew each other. They compete every month. They've been going to Worlds. They, they were next level. All 40-plus middle-aged men, and they just love pinball. Yeah. And I knew I was in serious trouble when I got to the van. We had little envelopes and they had all the rule play, all the machines, how it was going to be done, the tournament format. No and tilt, I was like, mate. I no was. Tilt. Yeah, no one do smash tilt either. Uh, so I was very nervy. Um, so I snuck off down to Time Zone in, in Auckland, and I got there, and I'd already been beaten to the the pinball machines by the rest of those guys. So I tried to go find this dusty Lord of the Rings one and some looking. Crazy. Anyways, I just didn't want to be looking like I was too bad. I found out later on in the day we went for lunch with all the other competitors, and everyone else had arrived at that stage that there was one other person that had fluked a score to get there. Oh. To give you a, to give you an idea, one guy drove from Christchurch to Nelson. To get the Nelson ticket because the because all these machines was part of run by Max was the major sponsor. Yeah. So they put the pinball machines in Max bars and you had to buy a drink to get the token to play the game. Yeah. So yeah. this guy got beaten by the guy that he couldn't beat a score. There was two days to go, so he drove to Christchurch to get the to, so he drove from Christchurch to Nelson to get the Nelson ticket. Anyways, we arrived there. Amazing setup. They basically set up bars, food area, and they had these massive projectors that had cameras looking down at these pinball machines. And you got split out of eight people, you got split into two teams of four, and you had to go play at a randomly generated uh, like machine, whichever it was. There was four of them. And I got got put on Aerosmith, the one that I actually practiced on. Um, And the top two scores for that round and the bottom two scores so the bottom two scores would get a scratch beside the name and the top two would carry off no scratch once you've got three scratches you're out and so you'd go to the next round and they'll random generally at four four teams four yeah. so anyways 
uh, it was intense. I got up there and J- Jamie, um, who's a comedian, Jamie, from, oh, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, he yeah. was hosting it. Yeah, I mean, and obviously I had a good yarn to him at the start. Bowen? Jamie, Bowen? Jamie, yeah, anyways, I can't remember his name. But yes, it was an amazing night. To give you an idea, I scored in my second round, I scored 84 million points. And I walked off with a fist pump because I was stoked. That's not many. What's that? On on these new machines oh, that they okay. are deemed that's okay. deemed quite a good score. Oh, right, sweet. Um, so I was wrapped because I was on there for quite a while. I got a multi ball, which was what I was after, um, and then um, <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> oh, the next guy stepped up and with one ball, yeah. he scored five hundred and sixty six million yeah, points. Yeah, of course he did. And I was like, righty ho. This is just ridiculous. And he went on to score 1.3 billion points. And you were like, you walked yeah. away with 84. Like, 84. Yes. And I was like, stoked. <laughs> and I was mad. I was like, there's a bit of praise in the crowd. So anyway, I bet the other girl and I made it through to the second round and then I just got rolled. Yeah. There were six guys in that. So every time you're going to get put into uh, two teams of four, there's going to be at least two big dogs in there. Uh, the guy who won it, he owns 140 machines. Oh, yeah. So he's going over to. So the winner of that went to. He's got. So he's got flights and everything over, and he's been put up. And he's probably go. like you on the world stage. So yeah, he's going to go over to America <laughs> to play against what is the dean, that autistic dude from America, who's the pin. They call him the pinball wizard. Yeah. Uh, apparently he's next level. So an amazing experience. I might even throw a photo to to Tommy. Um, to throw up on Facebook to give people who want to go check out the, the Radio 1 Facebook page to have a look at what, what the setup looked like and have a look at the criteria. If you've ever watched King of Kong, the oh. documentary, it was like walking onto the set of that. Yeah. There was literally a guy there that reminded me of Billy Mitchell. Well, that's amazing. Yeah, it was. To and I'd like to think I was a Steve Weeby, but I was just that guy who was running around on the phone telling everyone. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh. amazing experience. Um, probably had a couple of too many suds by the end of it. Yeah. But, um, Seventh in New Zealand at Pimble. Nice, well done, man. Thanks, man. They they took me out afterwards and put me under their wing. That I actually got an email yesterday, and they want me to come up to the Crosshitch meets next month. Oh, they're just like hanging out. He's like, you? you come stay with me. I live by myself. And I was like, of course well, you that do. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> all right, uh, it's really Crosshitch's indie with. Uh,